So good. Well, good morning, friends. It's good to see you all. Ah, isn't God good? Who's excited about Jesus this morning? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Glad to hear that. Woo. He's so good, isn't he so good? <laughs> He's really good. And we love him so much. You know, um, those of you that are observant, you'll notice that there was some, as you came in, some sort of contraptions over on the far wall, and you'll notice that we don't, we don't have a big screen that we had promised to have last week. So we had a bit, of a, uh, a bit of an issue with one of the rental pieces of equipment that basically got, the lift got stuck. So uh, we had to have it sort of dismantled and taken out. So who'd have thunk it? Anyway, but what that means is we haven't got our screen up, so there's no Super Bowl watching tonight, unfortunately. Uh, you can watch it at home or somewhere else. It's a good idea and a good op- opportunity to hang out with some of your friends. And, um, and so hopefully we'll have it up <laughs> next week. By faith, that's a faith statement, by next week. Ah, awesome. You know, one of the things that we love to do as a church is to create room for the Holy Spirit to speak to us. He's always speaking to us. Hopefully, he's always speaking to us through the worship. He's speaking to us through the emceeing. He's speaking to us through the word of God, through the preaching, and through, through our own reading. But, um, you know, we do gather our prophets our, and our prophetic people senior prophetic people, um, to hear the voice of the Lord and to hear what God's saying. And, um, and we're going to do that today. You know, in previous years, we have uh, had the, maybe the first Sunday of, of the year, typically, where we've had uh, prophets get up and release the word of the Lord for the year. We didn't feel that we should do that this year. We actually wanted to take a moment to step into a 21-day fast that we could hear the voice of God, well, actually more to worship and adore him and, and to savor him. So I, I hope you've been enjoying the 21 days of fasting and feasting upon the Lord. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been wonderful. If you're anything like me, it's been both glorious and hard. It's been full of great moments and then revealing of some of the stuff on the inside that you think, okay, that still needs to deal with. Okay, good job. So, um, you know, but it's important when we come to hearing the word that we listen with faith. Jesus, Jesus, he said this, he said, take care how you listen. Because if you, for those that have a lot, more will be given to them. But those who do not, what they have will be taken away. It's actually really important as we come this morning, we're going to take some time to hear from, our, from three pro- prophets. The Bible says, let two or three prophets speak. And we're going to hear from those prophets who are going to release a word of the Lord to us today that we believe will be like seed into our hearts. The word of God, uh, I think it's Peter that calls, says that God has put in us the, uh, an imperishable seed. It's the implanted word, is the seed of God. God loves to, you know, the purpose of the new covenant is just not a set of laws, but he writes his law into our hearts, not on hearts of stone, but on hearts of flesh. So this morning, our expectation is that we have ears to hear and that the Lord implants his word in us and he writes it on our hearts and the word isn't just like words that wash over us but they become words that anchor us and become truth and actually bear much fruit in our lives. Jesus talks uh, in, in uh, Matthew 13, he, sh- he shares his parable uh, of the sower is what we know it and he talks about a sower that goes out to sow seed. And there's four conditions. The first one, it gets thrown upon the rock, the, the path and the birds come and pick it and eat it and it is gone. The second is that it falls on stony ground and it immediately springs up. But when the weather comes, the sun comes, it says it, Jesus says it dries up because it has no root. 
Be careful what springs up quickly without allowing the Holy Spirit to birth it deeply within you. And the third thing that Jesus says is that, um, is that it falls around um, uh, by, through thorns and thistles and the thorns and the thistles grow up with it and they choke the word of God and prove it to not be fruitful. And, and Jesus says that the, the thorns and thistles are this, are the cares of the world, relationships, physical needs, finances, whatever it might be. They're the deceitfulness of riches, wealth, ambition, power, money, and they are the desire for other things, success, whatever it might be. There's deceitfulness of riches, desire for success, desire for other things. Creep in and squish the word from being, being fruitful. But the fourth condition is that it falls upon good soil. The implication is because it falls on good soil, it takes a while to go down into the soil before it pops back up and produces a harvest, Jesus says, of 160 or 30-fold. Lord, let our hearts be good soil this morning. That the cares of the world will not choke, it, choke us out. Lord, that we won't have rocky hearts that will cause an immediate yes, but then when the, when the heat comes, that we would actually lose it because it wasn't inside of us. It was just something that was laying on the surface. So if you want to take a moment, I want to invite you right now. Lift up your hands if you would like to and just say, Lord, make me good soil. Bear your fruit within me. Help me to bear 160 or 30 according to your word. You know, when you sow a seed, the ground has to receive it. And so I want you to take a moment. I want to invite you as, you as we come into this moment, as we hear from the prophets, that you allow your hearts to be opened as soil to receive the implanted word with faith. It says, um, 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 2, sorry, verse 20, Jehoshaphat, who's a good king in ancient Israel, he says this, Hear me, Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Hear me, catch the fire, Raleigh, Durham. Believe in the Lord your God. That's the first criteria. Believe in the Lord your God and you will be established. What we're hearing is the, the rhema word of God this morning, the, the, the spoken word of God that is actually a word from God to us. Now, it doesn't supersede scripture. We absolutely love the Logos. Jesus himself is the Logos. We love the word of God. We exalt the word of God above all things. The Bible says that he's exalted his name and his word above all things. So we're not talking about words that are supplant this. They're going to words that are going to magnify and edify and encourage. That's going to support what's in scripture and his desire for us. So it's the Lord that will establish us. Believe his prophets and you will succeed. You see the connection between belief and success. The implication is don't believe, don't succeed. Believe and succeed. Believe and be established. Don't believe, don't be established. It's a choice. It's a choice for us to receive. And so we're going to, we're going to release the prophetic words. However, one of the things we like to do, because in a one way I want, to be, I want us as a team to be accountable, another way I want to build your faith, what we like to do before we press into the 2020 is to actually do a summary of the words that were given in January 2019 to, to, to do a scorecard, if you like, to see did we get it right or not. Okay, it's important to know. The Bible says that we should test all prophecy. So the first thing is uh, last year it was spoken. I'm just going to go through a, a short list. And it's going to be themes rather than just, you know, the long words. 
The first point was purification of heart and the healing of brokenness. The window of opportunity, a time of preparation, putting your house in order, a time of repentance and transparency, increased darkness, increased contrast between light and darkness, freedom from fear, and a release of courage. Would you say that you've experienced that this year? The Lord working upon your heart. Yes, absolutely. And the, the, the good thing is, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 3 that we're going from one degree of glory to another. So it's not like we've missed it. The, the Lord wants to take us on an ongoing basis into his truth to reveal our hearts and to bring us into his freedom. And we'll talk a bit more about that. So it's, it's yes, but it's also ongoing. The second word that came was a raising up of evangelists resulting in harvest in the seven mountains, especially in business and especially in Durham. So we've seen that this year. We've seen the Lord do some amazing things through our Embrace Durham team. We've seen over 100 people that have been trained in how to release words of knowledge, do dream interpretation and other things, and gone out onto the streets and other places to, to see uh, the, the, the loss come in. And we've seen through our epic community, our business community, uh, the Lord do amazing things into the business community. I know we're not there yet, but we're moving forward. Jesus promised I'm going to, to, to me in, I think, 2016, I'm going to reveal Jesus the evangelist in you. It's still to come. It's happening, but it's still, still coming. We're going to hear more about that. The third thing was a new era of the kingdom, including the release of wealth to business people, inheritance to those that can steward it, as well as signs, wonders, and miracles, the greater works Jesus prophesied. Well, as we were talking as a prophetic team this, this, uh, in preparation for this, what we really felt like was 2019 was the Lord preparing us and building our capacity, preparing and positioning us for the release that's going to come in 2020. You're going to hear more about that just now. But signs and wonders and miracles, we've got... Um, this uh, global awakening, you heard about that. We've got, um, in a couple of weeks' time, Randy Clark doing a healing school. You're all welcome to come. After that, we're starting our miracle center where we're believing God for signs, wonders, and miracles. Fourth word was increase in the prophetic revelation and greater mysteries. Have you experienced that yourselves? The Lord opening up maybe a new scripture, opening up vision, dreams, uh, and we're believing that's going to keep going. Release of power through our words and our voices is the fifth one. This is, um, we're going to hear more about this again, but this is something the Lord's really been beginning to highlight to us in the power of our words, that we have to be careful with what we speak out of our, of our mouths because we know that life and death is in the power of the tongue. And that, so we're to hold back gossip, but we're to speak life. One of the words that, uh, that came through uh, over the year was muzzles off. Remember that we had been muzzled, but the Lord was taking those muzzles off. You know, the, the Jewish people say muzzle tof. I like to say muzzles off. Okay, there you go. Sixth word, year of doubling and multiplication. For me, that started with a doubling of the sense of the death, the calling to die, to ambition and to pride and all those other things. Uh, I, and there's all, but there's been dreams and visions the Lord's been releasing. And I think there's also been a doubling of distraction that we've had to overcome. I don't know if many of you have felt really busy but the Lord's helping us to overcome that. Get our priorities right, which is really why we started with the fast this year with worship. Our prayer movement in-house, including the marriage of the prophetic and intercession, we're seeing that grow through uh, things like our Burn 24-7 and um, our prayer meetings and other things as a team. And then finally, a year of family restoration, household salvation, including double portions, sons and daughters. And all I can say is yes, 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 let it happen, Lord. Yeah. Begun to see it even in our own families, just the signs of it, but believing God for a full increase.
So I think, would you say that we got that, the prophets got that reasonably well done last year? Let's take a moment to honour the, honor the Lord for his word, honour the prophets for hearing the word, for faithfully delivering that. The Bible says that we're not to despise prophecy. I think one of the ways that we can despise prophecy is not to give it the value and the weight that the Lord wants to have it. Yeah. Okay. So, are you ready? I'm going to invite Cal. I'm going to invite Erica. So Cal Mason, Erica James, and Shara Chalmers, three of our prophets here that have a word from the Lord for 2020. Yeah, you can stand and honor them if you would like. Before, before we get into that, there's just a couple of things I want, I want to, to note. One is, obviously we know, as I said at the beginning, that we hold the Word of God, the written Word of God above all things. So this, what we're about to hear, is messages from God, but it doesn't overtake or supersede Scripture, okay? So let's just not get weird about that. It confirms Scripture, but doesn't overtake it. Secondly, you're going to see some of them actually going to have things written down. Because it's written down doesn't mean to say it's not true prophecy from the Lord. If you read most of the, of, well, all of the, half of the Old Testament, the minor and the major prophets are what? Written down prophecies. So the Lord has spoken to these and they have been diligent to actually document it, write it down, process it, hear from the Lord, and now they're releasing it to you. So please don't go away and say, well, that can't have been genuine prophecy because they were reading it out of a book. Read your Bible. That would help. Okay. Sorry, that was a little harsh, but, you know. Okay. I'm going to release the prophets now. So, Cal, you're going to go first. Go for it. Okay, thanks, Marie. Happy 2020. You know, we didn't just start a new year, we started a new decade. And I can only imagine all the powerful stuff the Lord wants to do in this next, next decade. We have, we have a lot of things that are going to happen this year. We're going to elect a president. We're going to have a good Super Bowl today, but <laughs> go Chiefs. <laughs> okay, um, the Lord spoke three words to me for 2020. And the first one was that he was giving us renewed and clear 2020 vision. Specifically, uh, I want to read the... <laughs> After Job went through all he went through, in the last chapter of Job, he says something profound. He said, I I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. What I want to say to you is that the Lord sees you. There are words and promises that have been spoken over your life for maybe 5, 10, 15, or 20 years that you have not seen a lot of fruit of. Guess what? Get ready. Come 
get ready to see the Lord's answer to those things. He wants to give you greater clarity, renewed vision. He wants to give you new insight into those words. There's only one requirement on your part. You've got to spend time with him. As you spend time with him, he's going to open up things to you that have not been opened up to this point. He, it's, it's out of his love for us and his desire for us and a relationship with us that he wants to give us these good things. Be faithful to spend time with him. And in every one of the words that I'm giving you today, that's the key. That is the underlying foundation to all of it. The second area the Lord spoke to me was about was holiness. There's a new emphasis and focus on holiness in 2020. The Lord is going to go after some things in you that you have been unwilling or unable to uh, make an impact on because he said, okay, this is the time. The past is over. I want that stuff. And he wants it because he loves you. This is not a this is not condemnation. This is not judgment. This is the Lord's love for you. That he is putting his finger on areas of your life where he's saying, I'm not going to allow that anymore. I want this to be done differently. I want renewal. Amen. Gone are the days where everything is just said, you know, there's grace for that. No, <clears throat> the Lord is serious now. He's, he's saying, we're going deep. We're going to the next level, but it's contingent upon your desire and your willingness to spend time with him and go there. He's not going to impose that upon you. It's your choice. Finally, I want to say that 2020 will be a year of expansion. Isaiah 54 says, enlarge the place of your tent and let the curtains of your house be stretched out, lengthen the cords and drive down the stakes. I believe this is both personally and business-wise, God's going to bring expansion. I think that uh, whatever you have been imagining, or something that seems almost unbelievable to you, it's not unbelievable to the Lord. He wants you to think outside the box. He wants you to give it to him. And as you seek him and you call upon his name, you're going to say, I don't know how this is going to happen. Lord, where's the money going to come from? What do you really want in this situation? But the Lord will be faithful to show you exactly what he's doing, and I believe for build, bigger houses, bigger buildings, bigger projects, I think the Lord is anointing a, a year of supernatural growth. So, amen.
As I was in praise and worship before the first service, I saw that service reaching up in praise and worship with shackles around their wrists, but I saw something different for you all. I actually saw shackles around your feet, and he said that you've been trying to run. You've been trying to move, but this is the year that you will produce fruit. Those shackles will be released from your feet so you can run. He showed me hearts with bruises on them that we've been trying to do the work. We've been trying to do the heart work. And he says, this year, I'm going to fill those vulnerable and broken places in your heart. And I saw wings that had been cut and couldn't be able to, weren't able to fly, that were wounded wings. And he said, he will restore your wingspan this year. So not only will you run, but you shall fly and you shall soar. And he said this morning that this is the year he will be releasing the teachings so that we can walk in the mysteries of understanding that we sit on the throne in heavenly places right here and right now. He will be releasing instruction and know-how, how to rule, how to reign, and how to operate from our kingdom positions. The, year said, the Lord said this is a year, 2020 is a year of redesign. It is a year of reorder. It is a year of obedient execution, explosive growth, and overflow. The Lord said that I am redesigning and remodeling my church in the earth as you know it. I am dispatching larger and larger numbers of angels to fulfill the work that needs to be done in the earth. I'm shifting from individuals doing the work to corporate moves of heaven manifesting in new and more powerful ways. He says that he's evening the playing field for his children. No longer shall we lag behind the know-how of the world, but we shall set the precedent. We shall become the head and not the tail. We shall rule and we shall reign. We shall take our heavenly positions right here in the earth in all you do. The Lord is saying right now, take the titles off. He does not care if your title is janitor or receptionist. What he's going to do is use you right where you are and cause that ground to become good ground like never before. He said he's loosening the mental shackles of doubt off of our minds. When he's been releasing the word, we've second guessed it, we've doubted it, and we haven't moved. He said this year we shall move. The Lord said that there is so much more. He is clearing out what is in the way of his glory. He says, I see my children struggling, unable to connect with the deepest parts of my heart in a way that can bring lasting change and transformation into the earth. He will be accelerating these manifestations of mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual healing. He said, there is way too much holding back my children and they need, it needs to be removed. I'm stepping in and up in my glory to orchestrate mighty miracles on our behalf. The Lord says that he will be lifting sickness and oppression off of my beloved because time is of the essence. And he was showing me like this kingdom pace that's up here and how we're back here in the earth. And he's going to close the gap this year and cause a kingdom pace acceleration in the earth. There is so much more. 
He said, I'm moving the body of Christ, his body of Christ off of the defensive and on to the offensive this year. And being one that grew up in football, you can't win a football game just with the defensive. You've got to be on the offensive. And that has to be balanced. He's shifting us from being on the defensive, you know, fighting the darkness and trying to overcome to being on the offensive, to start to move the kingdom of heaven and the earth as we were designed to do. He says he's releasing his grace in waves like never before in the earth. It is this grace that will usher in my move of the spirit for this acceleration. And it will close the gap of time for my children to walk in my ways. The Lord says this year, this year we shall see the demonic bow. He will be fully revealing darkness in a way that will leave many shocked because they did not know darkness was even in their midst. This will be an awakening from the stupor of darkness that lays over clear thinking. He will be revealing the materialism of the world with which my children have been lured. This new era is a reordering of the earth realm as the kingdom realm. It is a time of him awakening his purpose and his dreams that he has placed in his children so that we may move forward with focus and execution. He will be continuing to release the blueprint and instruction so we can move out of effort and move into ease to bring these things in the earth. Prior to this year, things took effort, it took pressing, it took digging in, it took leaning in. He said he's going to release an anointing of ease and his grace this year. So the things that we've tried before, he said, try it again. Because just because it didn't produce fruit last season, in this season, it shall produce good and lasting fruit. He said, be not discouraged, my children, for this time is the right time. You were not in disobedience. You obeyed his word. He needed to send you out to prepare you but now it will produce lasting fruit he said try it again another time he will be inundating his business owners and those called to government with witty inventions and a new way of doing things that will make great impact upon thousands and thousands of people that do not yet know him he said he will be making it easy. Woo, I love that word. Easy for all the resources, ideas, and opportunities to easily come to pass. He said it's gonna make it, he's going to make it so easy for you this year that you're going to think it's too good to be true. And he says, make no mistake, it's me. He says, the guard has changed. My new guard is ready. This year, they shall emerge. I will be revealing them to the world in a big way. I have provided the tools they need to execute ideas and instructions, and I'm giving them my truth. And he showed me promotions on your job place, and not promotions like in the past, like, oh, you earned it, and you get to move up one title and one little pay grade. He said he's going to do supernatural promotions in every realm where his children who have been seeking him stand. And it's going to be a promotion so big, you're going to say, Lord, am I ready for this? And he says, remember. Remember, sons and daughters, I have prepared you for such a time as this. The Lord said that he's releasing his kingdom inheritance. And this is a year of mass production and mass wealth accumulation. He said, I'm filling the storehouses of those who have been diligent in obeying my word. 
And this is a warning. God says, but make sure you hold on to what I'm sending you. It is for the protection and distribution of my children, for the time is nearing where it will be needed in the earth. For those I have been urging to create storehouses, take heed to my word. It is not in vain. Listen, no matter how ridiculous my requests may seem, it, may, it will make sense and be necessary sooner than you think. The Lord said he's causing miracle or marriages to stir up so generational darkness can be removed from, from marriages so we can create his legacy in the earth and not ours. He said he's continuing to elevate marriages and bring his sons and daughters into absolute oneness so nothing in the world can hinder the love that he has put two together to, to experience. He said, I desire my children to feel the purpose and the command and the power that I placed in the marriage relationships. He said there are more miracles and revelations to come from his children. Give them the microphone for I will be speaking through them. I will continue to elevate and equip my daughters to lead and operate empires for my kingdom. I will give them more and more opportunities to become wealth builders and overseers. I'll be releasing more and more angels, legions of my angels to do my bidding upon the earth this year. There will be a great increase in angelic sightings by those who are not even seers. They will be among you more than they have ever been before. And the word he gave me for catch the fire, our body right here, he says he's elevating this movement to shine among nations. I have heard your cry, and as you purify, the more you purify, the more I will release more of my grace, more of my glory, and more of my miracles. He says he's raising up those in the church who he's been pouring in his mysteries and his secrets. You've been sitting there in silence. You've been sitting there wondering when, Lord. You've been filling journals. And the Lord said, now's your time to speak. He's going to provide opportunities for you to begin to release. You've been a hidden master, and he's about to give you platform. Wow. Think it not strange when people start to come and ask you what thus saith the Lord. The Lord says to mount up warriors. Mount up, warriors, get on your full armor and regalia, for it is time for you to take your posts of protection. As I open up the portals of heaven more and more this year, he says, be on guard to bring down the darkness and release the light. You have been prepared for such a time as this. Let my peace, my unity, glory, grace, and power pour forth in ever-increasing waves. Waves of my presence in which we will be loosed and released unlike anything that has ever been seen before. The Lord says, do not look backward, only forward. Come your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you. I just want to honor Murray and Ash and Duncan and Kate for creating a safe family and honoring prophets. And I, I just want you to put your hands out just for a second. I saw something when Erica was prophesying. Close your eyes and put your hands out. I saw the angelic in the room actually releasing double-edged swords. Paul commands Timothy to wage war with prophecy and I just saw the angelic marking with swords for breakthrough. 
And I have a word for the nation and then a word for the house. And I hear the spirit of the Lord saying 2020, 5790 is not another year. It is not another decade, but it is a reset to a new era. It is a reset to a new epoch. And even as 5780, the decade we're coming out of, was the decade of seeing, the IN. 5790 is the decade of the mouth, of the very declaration and we are going to start speaking the things that we have seen and stepping into it. And I heard the Spirit of the Lord say, specifically to catch the fire, Raleigh Durham, Joshua 3.5. And this is the passage before he passes through the Jordan to possess the promised land. Consecrate yourself today. For tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Catch the fire. You have never been this way before. You have never been this way before. There is no roadmap to rely on for where we're going. There's no playbook for we're really pioneering into new realms of the spirit. And another key prayer is the final prayer of the Bible, Revelation 22:17, where Jesus comes not only for family, not only for the church, not only for an army, but he comes for a bride who is equal of his return, who is without spot, without blemish, whose love literally ushers his return. The spirit and the bride say, come. The one who hears says, come. Let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who desires to take the water of life without price. And there is a twofold cry from heaven. There is the cry for Jesus like never before. There is a plumb line in the nation of America for the exaltation of Jesus. It is all about him and there is a cry for the lost to come home. It is a cry to Jesus and it's a cry for the Father's house to be made full. And last night I, I had this experience for this house where I saw in the spirit like Isaiah 6 where before God could fill the temple with glory. What did he do? He took a burning coal to a man and he burned his lips and the seraphim cried, holy, holy, holy. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Holy, holy, holy. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Holy, holy, holy. The whole earth is filled with his glory. 2020 will be a marking of the fear of the Lord like never before. For God wants to pour out his spirit without measure to a people without mixture. The spirit without measure to a people without mixture. And even in Isaiah 6 where the cry of his heart was burn my lips. There needs to be a cry in God's people to shake everything that could be shaken. To remove the little foxes in the vineyard. That we would be holy as he is holy. That we would welcome the spirit of burning. And some of you you will even have a manifestation of fire on your lips or fire on your feet because he is not tolerating hidden sins, motives, agendas, ambitions, insecurity, control, self-promotion, any loving within us that hinders a move of God. Mark my words, this church 
will be known in the nations for the glory of God. And he can share his glory with no one. And in order to prepare us to contain that, there is a sifting that is going on. It is not the enemy attacking. It is God exposing. It is the Father exposing. So the word consecrate means declare sacred, set apart for the divine purpose of God. And the only way forward is humility. Three times I prayed for a baby to be raised from the dead. Only the third time the baby was raised. But the first time I was in heaven and I saw the baby and, and the Lord said, share it. There is so much more glory I want to pour out if you are just more humble. And there is a cleansing that is happening across America right now because he will pour out the book of Exodus multiplied by the book of Acts. Humility is the only way forward. There's even a sifting in the prophetic where the prophetic in America has been like Hollywood and he is gonna use the prophetic where it's not prostituting God's bride for our own ministries, our own social media, our own Instagram. It is the pure friendship with the bridegroom where we draw people to the exaltation of Jesus. And it will shift evangelism, just like when Moses came down the mountain of the Lord, all you could see was glory. One of the lead prophets in our movement, Isabel Alam, who is like Jesus, people literally see the Lord when they see her. Her face gets transfigured. I've seen that happen with Heidi. And the Lord is so jealous for the worship of his son. He will pour out his glory without measure to a people without mixture. And the second cry is not only the cry for Jesus to come, but the cry for the lost to come home. It is not going to be another revival in this house. It is not going to look like 25 years ago with Toronto. For the next move of God is what Stacey Campbell says is the nine to five revival. It is renaissance. It is transformation. It is literally taking God into the seven mountains of society. And you'll see more pioneers like Sean Foyt, a worship leader who is running for Senate with no background to be where prophets will become the answer to today's problems. You don't need to leave your job to become the 2% that actually are in vocational ministry. You are called to bring the glory of God to the schools, to the educational system, to business, to politics, for Jesus to be exalted. Bob Jones saw 30 years ago that 2020 was the beginning of the billion soul harvest. A hundred million Christians will be raised up worldwide to reach that billion. So I was praying for Duncan at our global prayer meeting on Thursday. And I saw it wasn't just the mantle of Billy Graham. It was the mantle of a Reinhardt Bonnke, which was released on a whole generation. And even as Duncan, some of you don't even know this, was a spiritual son to Bonnke, both these African evangelists. But the way the Lord was going to fulfill that in this house was this church planning movement where with... Um, Billy Graham, only two to 3% retained salvation, but the Lord is bringing the lost into family. Catch the fire as a world movement is rightly positioned for the greatest harvest of all times. A harvest will actually bring his return. 
And some of you even now are gonna feel fire and you know like Isaiah that you will be sent. For Isaiah six, the passage I saw for this place is a sending passage. This house is an apostolic sending center. That might not make a lot of sense, but what it means is the glory will come here in a way that you guys will have to run and take it to the ends of the earth. And there will be a church planting movement from this house, even as this is the first church planted from Toronto that will literally reach the ends of the earth. Stadium Christianity is here. It's not coming, it is here. Next weekend in Brazil at the Send, they book a stadium, they fill it. They book another stadium, they fill it. There's another stadium. The lost are running where buildings cannot contain it. The fish are jumping into the boat, but they have to come home to family. This movement will be known for family and presence and the lost coming home. There will be a significant Harvest of souls among the homosexual population and even among artists as the spirit of Elijah is poured out to turn the hearts of the fathers back to the sons and the hearts of the sons back to the father. Even look for a cure to AIDS as the father continues to heal the fatherless. God is gonna restore even um, mandates and mantles that were on Lonnie Frisbee, who was the main leader of the Jesus people movement, but ended up falling into homosexuality right before he died. Baptisms will again fill the Pacific Ocean. Kanye West will be raised up by uh, Jesus is King will ring from the radios to the billboards to rooftops as he is a first fruit of Hollywood becoming Hollywood. Bible movies will continue to trend throughout the year. God will save key Jews in Hollywood like Wonder Woman. Christians will look to media as the mouthpiece in the decade of the mouth for the highway byway revival. Even what Bob Jones saw, he saw, you know, today is Super Bowl Sunday, um, and it's also 2-2-20, which is a palindrome, meaning it's um, 0-2-0-2-2-0-2-0, and it only happens like every thousand years. So I know prophets always like, my husband's always making fun of me, we love all the weird things, but this day is significant, and Bob Jones said 30 years ago, he said the day that the Kansas City Chiefs make the Super Bowl, which they haven't for 50 years. When they win, it would be a sign of revival coming to America. And another prophet said that even as California, the 49ers are against them, both teams are red. It was a sign and a wonder of California turning red and becoming a pro-life state. I want Michael Finnan to come up. I want Murray and Ash to stand holding hands with Ashling and uh, Michael. And I want Duncan Kate to lay hands on both of them. I saw this just as a picture of what God's gonna do in America. Some of you might not even know this, but we're so excited. We're launching a church plant in San Diego this year. And when I was praying, I was, remem I was reminded of the first great awakening where Charles Finney, he didn't have a microphone, but there was thousands and thousands or hundreds that would gather and the Lord would supernaturally project the preaching of the gospel where it was, here, it was heard. 
And there was such a preaching on the fear of the Lord and on repenting from sin that 80% of those saved in Finney's meetings stayed saved. It's like the highest retention rate. And Michael, I heard the Lord saying that mantle, that mantle, that mantle of repentance is falling on you for California. For you are coming with a gospel of repentance. And even in the most liberal areas of the world, you are going to bring the pure gospel of Christ and Christ crucified. And I saw them holding hands because it is a revival from coast to coast. It is an awakening which will not end. It is the greatest awakening. And I just, I saw baptisms in the, in the Pacific Ocean. I saw young people being saved. That's why you've been trained with the college students. And I want to make a declaration to close this. There's one more thing. I just want to get this because I like recording words. Here in this house, God is going to do such a supernatural work of healing racism. Racism has to heal. There's going to be identificational repentance. There's going to be so much that will happen in Catch the Fire Raleigh Durham. It is going to heal the land. 12 months from now, look around you. You are not going to recognize because there's going to be so many colors. There's going to be so many tribes. There's going to be so many tongues. I saw an African-American choir with Chris and Summer. There is going to be the nations gathered for the exaltation of Jesus. And I want to make a final declaration to end my prophecy. America shall be saved. So everybody together. One, two, three. America shall be saved. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Oh, so very good. Okay, so how do we respond? Well, we respond with faith. Right, faith pleases God, so we're responding with faith. The Bible says that all of God's promises are yes and amen to us in Christ Jesus, and through Christ Jesus, we give our yes back to him. So the promises of God that have been released to us today are yes, in Christ. Not in our own ability, not in our own power, but in Christ Jesus. But our yes back to him is also in Christ Jesus. In other words, it's Christ who moves our hearts to say yes, Lord. Did you see the themes? Did you see them, uh, this holiness and purity and expansion and glory and, and salvation and evangelism all, all the way through those words? I want to invite you to stand if you would, please. We sang it earlier at the very beginning, amen, but the amen is yes, let it be, Lord. So if, that's, if you have received that word, if you've heard that and you want to see God do that, then just say with me, amen. 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 Like Mary said, be it unto me according to your word. Let's say this together, be it unto us according to your word. Fill us, Holy Spirit, with your power. Fill us with faith. Fill us with hope and expectation. And we give you permission to do whatever you need to do in our lives to see that come to fruition. In Jesus' name. Okay, so I'm going to invite the prophet, prophets to come down off the stage. 
and uh, release an impartation. If you want to have an impartation, if you feel God's been stirring you, been speaking to you, then I, then I, want, you, I want to invite you to come down to the, to the front. Uh, the prophets are going to release an impartation that hasn't, hasn't got time really to, to prophesy over you. Here's what I think we should probably do if you've got kids Go and get your kids, come and get, bring them back in so that they can receive the word. And we're going to start prophesying. So not prophesying, imparting. So um, come on up if you, need, if you want to respond. And, um, and, so, and because there's a lot of us I'm anticipating that are going to respond, we haven't got time to prophesy over everybody, but we are certainly willing to, to release an impartation and to minister. And um, don't forget to get your kids. So... We're going to wrap this meeting up. Have an amazing week. If you're not going to get prayed for, if you don't want to be prayed for, we, that's absolutely fine. There's, there's a um, connection point. There'll be some people there to meet you at the back. Uh, there's tea and coffee. Go and hang out, have fun, and uh, just enjoy each other's company. Have fun with the Super Bowl. And um, we're just going to release a blessing and an impartation. So ministry team, if you... Uh, are not receiving or you've uh, got some time, then come and pray. Um, and probably need some catchers as well. Able-bodied men to catch if you feel that you're strong. You won't miss out on, on receiving impartation. We'll just get to your last if you can help catch. Anyone help catch? Great, thanks.